Welcome to the Gym Session, brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile and Footy Live. It's time to chat all things football with your host, Jimmy Sabo. Hello and welcome to the Gym Session. I am Jimmy Zabo, and thanks to Footy Live and my parents, uh, I'm able to be here talking to you today just two sleeps before Footy is officially back. And if you don't have the Footy Live app, you're dead to me. What is wrong with you? But seriously, download today for all your stats, news, highlights, and my horrible opinions. We have a huge show coming up. I was able to secure one of my favorite people in the world as a guest today. His name is Tom Sheridan, and he played 80 games with the Dockers and GWS, and he loves having a good chat. So I'm looking forward to that. And uh, Nico and Gordon, they'll come into the studio to bring back the Monday review panel on a Tuesday this time, and we'll preview the 2021 season. And I'll ramble on with a few opinions you can later abuse me about. Hashtag the gym session. Actually, actually, since the footy stops, I haven't I haven't been abused that much at all, to be honest. Especially now, I've I've moved from Hampton Park to Malvern East, and it it is strange. Like when you move to a new suburb, because the people are different. I walk around the block now. People ask how you are, what you're doing. If I've lost my parents, I say no. I'm an adult. I'm just short. But seriously, it's strange. In Hampton Park, the only time people talk to you in the streets is if they're telling you to hand over your wallet. Yeah, it was um, it was good. To, it was good to spend the summer in a new environment, and it's uh, it's good to be in Melbourne now with the with the footy season around the corner. And you know, you're in Melbourne when people are more eager about the arrival of footy tickets than the COVID vaccine. <laughs> but to be honest, I reckon it's easy to get the vaccine at this point because how, in all seriousness, how possible is it that every year ticket tech can't get it right? The system crashes. There's too many people, too high demand at the one time. They're like, it reminds me of like an 18 year old school kid who throws a party, invites the whole school and caters for about 10 people. What do you mean they all showed up? We've got six stubbies and half a goon sack. That's what it's like. Surely they can prepare for the amount of traffic they're going to encounter, surely. But I guess not even I can do that. I'm always uh, late for work. But despite the uh, ticket frenzy, it's going to be a phenomenal season. I mean, well, I can't guarantee it, but there is actually three sure ways to know this year will be better than last. COVID numbers are down, we've got crowds back, and Eddie's no longer president of Collingwood. No, that is a joke. I do love Ed and I love his passion, but we know that sometimes passion can get in the way of uh, common sense, which is actually something I use as an excuse for my biased thoughts pretty much every day. So with that in mind, let's get stuck into a passion-filled podcast with one of the most passionate people I have ever met. Coming up as our guest of the day. Yes, Jimmy! All right, today's guest is one of the best blokes in the footy industry. Was extremely unlucky through injury during his time at the Dockers and the Giants, although his impact as an internal culture builder is unrivaled. This man played 80 games and kicked over 30 goals, playing mostly in the back line, I might add. But the amount of people he's positively influenced during his time as a professional athlete is too large to count. He retired last year at the ripe age of 26 and is now continuing to pursue a career as a model-like businessman and enjoy life with family and friends. Tommy Sheridan, how are you, mate? Jimmy, boy, geez, that's a fair rap. <laughs> you deserve, you deserve you say, it, mate. Can you, say that, can you say that again? I'll record it, mate. You can listen to it again, mate. No, I love. I was going to say, uh, I love. To, me, no worries, mate. I love talking to you and, and people like you. You're full of energy, mate. Enthusiasm is very contagious. You've always you've always been like that, though, haven't you? Yeah, I always say um, the vibe and energy is crucial because then mm. if you're around someone um, like yourself, you can you know you both just go to new levels, don't yeah. you? And you got to not every day you do a podcast as well, so you find <laughs> you find a gear or two. Um, That's it. But yeah, I, I, I do enjoy having a yarn. 
Yeah, that's it, mate. And you said you enjoy making people laugh as well. I remember you said that in your your farewell vid from the Giants, and that's what you've been doing for a while. Are you missing that uh, at the moment, or are you still making people laugh in, in retired life? Oh, yeah. I'm not around many people at the moment. I was yeah. telling you off air, um, life's a bit different at the moment. I'm working from home on a laptop trying to... Um, you know, going through designs of sunglasses and mm. and meeting as many people as I can, but uh, the banter levels are nowhere near as good because I'm not around some some blokes. You know, yeah, 44, 45 blokes in the yeah. locker room. There's nothing like the locker room. I'm sure you're aware. So yeah. I'm looking forward to. Um, I'm actually going to head up and watch the game Sunday. So I'm looking forward to seeing oh, a few of the old boys at the uh, at the Giants, which mm. should be good. Yeah. So what have you been doing, mate? You've been playing a bit of golf, a few parties, beers. You've been working on your yeah. business. I reckon it went party off-season was like, well, obviously the end of my career. Mm. Um, retired, probably drank way too many beers. <laughs> then went back to Sydney, did um, November, I didn't drink, um, got pretty fit. And then December was pretty large. And mm. then I was like, righto. I was working, obviously, we did a campaign in Queensland off the back of the hub, so did a mountain of work there, um, definitely overindulged. And then, yeah, I've just been laying low the last few months. Um, yeah, just working, um, chipping away, as they'd say, and then had a golf weekend on the weekend, um, the old Sheridan Masters. It's a, it's a once-in-a-year event, and there's some good blows, about 40 or 50 blokes, um, all uh, all distant cousins and uncles and, um, you know, I'm, I'm probably one of the younger guys, but they're all the old, all funny bastards. So. Yeah. Yeah, that had that, and um, I actually won it last year. I had a fair handicap, so they um, they give everyone a handicap based on how they go. And yeah, um, and what was yours this year? I uh, this year I drew because my handicap's still quite generous. I don't yeah. not ever get another chance. But <laughs> I choked, mate. We had a playoff hole with my uncle, um, no. or uh, or not my uncle, but um, my dad's cousin, and uh, he uh, yeah, Mark. He's, beat me on the playoff hole. I've got some footage coming because it's getting it cut up. So, uh, yeah, choked up, mate. So it was a great weekend down at the Merca. Yeah, I actually heard you talk about that on Dylan Friends pod and the boys were giving you a bit of stick for it. But that's right. You're not a bad yeah. player, mate. I've seen I've seen you in action. Hey, um, yeah. how is that, like, that transition? Because you're obviously an upbeat um, bloke, you love being around everyone else. You were explaining a bit about that. Like now you're you're not playing footy. There's no structure around you. You're not around people every day. Is it a bit difficult now to transition to like normal life? You've always since you you know since you're a teenager, mate. You've been part of a footy club, so it's a bit different, isn't it? Yeah, I was actually chatting to someone today about it. It, it is challenging not having a schedule uh, put forward towards you. It's actually nice to be able to do your own thing, but it. I'll be honest, I've lost a bit of my routine. Morning routine has been tough. There's like days where if things are scheduled in early, I like get out of bed and I'm up and about. I only need, you know, I don't even need much sleep because I'm really energised and enthusiastic. But then when there's something, um, there's nothing too exciting on it, it does become a bit of a challenge. And mm, yeah, uh, I have probably given, like the gym, I haven't really been going to the gym much, but I've been running a fair bit. There's like a bit of a relief in terms of exercise. Uh, it's been it's been different. I still I still haven't adapted to be honest. I'm still adapting. I I um yeah I, I I'm still learning what it is that um that kind of I'm missing. But yeah, the routine with the industry I'm in, I can kind of work real late, and it's not good because then you might have a sleep in. But then there's days where you might wrap it up a bit earlier. So I've still got a bit of work to do. Yeah, can you give that um that industry a bit of a plug, mate? It's Rick's eyewear, isn't it? Yeah, so Rick's eyewear, anywhere eyewear. Um, yeah, 
sunglass brand I've had for nearly five years now and um, diving in, diving right in and uh, we've got plenty of good plans for the year. Um, plenty of hard work, mate. Like a lot of, like anyone with a small business, I like had off. Like it's, <laughs> it's so hard, but it's so rewarding once everything comes together. So, yeah, incredibly proud of everyone that we've got. We've only got a small team, but um, and everyone that supports us, the uh, the AFL community, all the boys that do help us out, and everyone else. It's, um, it is really appreciated, and it goes a long way. And um, yeah, it's hard work, mate. So yeah, as I said, it's, it's been good. It's been a good challenge. Mm, I'll put uh, I'll put the website in. Um in the description as well so everyone can get on there. Rick's eyewear. They're good stuff. I've got a pair as yeah. well, mate, and I'm going to get some more. Hey, um, are you going to be playing local footy? Are you going to get back into it? Oh, I'm, I'm close to committing to a club. Yeah? I won't say who it is. Oh, mate, yeah, you could break close. it here. <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't committed yet, so I need to okay. wait for I'm 100%. But, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I, I'm close. I'm close. I think I missed being around the boys and um, actually a good opportunity to meet some new guys and um, a new club and I haven't committed yet because I'm working out, you know, when I'm ready. I, haven't, I actually haven't touched the football or moved sideways in uh, since the hub. So I don't want to get injured either, but I've, yeah. I've been running like a bit of a madman at the moment. So I'm actually, I'm pretty confident I'll be sweet, but um, I think I'm missing the people, not the game, but mm. I've also... I, didn't like the way I, the way I finished. I really hated the game, if I'm honest. But yep. I think that from speaking to people that are close to me, they fell back in love with the game at a lower level. Mm. Um, when I say lower level, a level below AFL, so it's not so serious. So I might give it a go, mate, and um, see if it's uh, see if I can find the passion again. Yeah, well, like I've heard you say, you still believed you had footy in you. Um, so, like, can you take me through that decision to retire, that process? And was it? Do you think that the hub played a part in that, or was that coming either way? The hub, the hub, the hub killed me. Like, yeah. The hub was, the hub was really hard. Um, I was injured as well, and I felt felt so disconnected from the group personally, being injured because the hub was so um, so unique. Like it was, things were changing twenty four seven. Like mm. you didn't know when the next meeting was because. Even with the coaches, because there was four or five, there were five day turnarounds or whatever. And when I was injured, it was like starting to get real hard. And then as I think I did my hammy against Frio, which I thought Leon should have picked me, mm. and I still think he should have picked me. He should have given me a go at my old team, yeah. um, and he didn't, and that really hurt. And I don't know how much he realised it hurt, but for me to then go out and um, do my uh, hammy in the in the game in the second game at Frio's training facility, I felt like that was a bit of a nail in the coffin. And yeah. from that moment on, I was like, okay, don't stress, but I reckon um, I need to have a serious conversation. And when I did have the conversation with Leon and Jace, I, I, I ran up to Jace, actually. I said, mate, let's sit down. And he got Leon and I said, where are we at? And they said, we don't know. And transparently said, you're probably more chance of not getting a contract. But again, we don't know how many we're going to retain. And, yeah. um, in the end, they did lose a fair few. So I don't know where it could have landed, but to be honest, man, I lost the passion. I lost the, I lost the passion I used to have after so many injuries, and I was just ready to move on and mm. reconnect with family. And I'm enjoying. That's the thing I'm really enjoying is hanging out with. Um, I'm actually heading to my cousin's birthday today. Like yep. these things, I haven't been out of for like nine years. Mm. So, um, yeah, just 
when you lose the passion, um, it doesn't matter what it is, it becomes hard work. And I think I might have been a bit of, I had a, I'd read Karen's cast and, you know, I got, I thought I was pretty poor. Like, it, it didn't end well at Frio, so that was a grind. And then it's kind of like everything went so well and then so poor. And I was just like, oh, this is kind of, um, this is kind of enough for me. I've kind of had enough. Like, I don't really, can't be bothered anymore, if that makes sense. I'm pretty keen to put my energy elsewhere. So, and, also, there's young guys on that list where I was like, they've got heaps of passion and talent. I'd rather see them shine than have me potentially get another rookie contract and grind. Mm. Did, did you see, like, other players in, like, maybe a similar mindset to you that they kind of lost the passion or it was a, a – do you think that's one of the reasons why you, uh, the team might have struggled as a group? Oh, there's no doubt some blokes are struggling. Yeah. When you're losing and oh, – last year was a bath like, I reckon other clubs are the same. Like yeah. when you're not winning and you're in that environment, there was no relief, and you, and, and you'll, you'll see. Almost like last year was a unique year. Just shorter quarters, the game wasn't as open. Blokes were defending better. It's hard to score. It was a bit of a unique actual. When I look back now and think about the actual um, feedback I've got from a few boys on just the practice games, they're saying the game's opening up. The last couple of minutes of the quarters or five minutes, they just reckon it's space everywhere. Everyone's fatigued like they used to be and it's free-flowing and mm. you're starting to see um, more scoring. So it was also a quite challenging year. I would have thought to coach um, as well. But, mate, last year was a unique year, not only for footballers, but for everyone that was, that was affected by COVID. So, um, yeah, you know, like anything, you've got to, bottle that and, and use it and, and be resilient and, and come back bigger and better and I think a lot of people had adversity last year and um, the hub wasn't wasn't as uh, fun as I thought it'd be, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it sounds like it, mate. And like to me, I might be wrong, but it sounds like, you know, last year it obviously really, it really killed you, but if things went your way and you started getting that passion back for footy, maybe through the local leagues, waffle kind of thing... You wouldn't say no, maybe, if you got that passion back in the future to, to possibly get redrafted. Is that, have you ever, I mean, it's not, I know it's fresh, oh. but is that, have you thought about that at all? No, nah, not really. But um, I know what you mean. Well, if I come out and dominate and was like, holy yeah. shit, I missed this. Yeah. Um, I'm only 27, 28. I don't exactly, think yeah. I'd go back. I don't think I'd get a gig. If you, if you want a younger guy, unless it was all I played footy for was the flag, mate. Like, let, let's be clear. I wanted a premiership. Yeah. And, when you're not in that, I was very lucky to play in finals at um, Frio. But the back end of those years was like, they were built, rebuilding. So that was a bit of like, oh, well, there's no real, like, you know, when the club, when the, when the, when the CEO is saying we're rebuilding and you're like, no, we're not. We're trying to win a flag. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to hear. And then, like I said, I think my time was up anyway as a giant. So like, nah, I don't think I'd go back. Yeah, nah, fair enough. What Did you enjoy it more at, at Frio or, or GWS? Oh, they're both amazing. Like, yeah. The people I've met at both places, they're people from the, I'm talking the, like the fans, the people that work match day, you know, all the volunteers, yeah, yeah, yeah. all the staff, all the coaches, physios, everyone, all the players at both clubs. Like, I miss them. That's what, they're the people that you miss. You, mm. you know, you, it is really hard to uh, explain, but when you walk into the facility and you just like, I don't know, you got to crack a gag, give someone some shit, yeah. yeah, just get around each other. There's, it doesn't matter. You know, you kind of leave life at the door and you rock up and you're just trying to get better. And when you walk out, you, you step into a new, new shoes and, you know, get on with it. But 
that's probably something that I miss, and it's something I'm very grateful for. Yeah. Hundred percent. Hey, so let's look in the future, mate. You have a kid. Do they go for the Dockers or the Giants? Who are you making them support? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, oh, I've got no idea. It's a good question. <laughs> I've never thought of it. Never thought of it. Hey, do you have? Um, before I move on to like this year, do you have a uh, like a, a funny story under Ross? Because I know he's an interesting character, mate. It must have been a real um, experience to uh, to play under him. What was he like as a as a coach? We'll be back after a quick break. Good, mate. I wanted, um, hey, I wanted to ask you this question because I got asked it a few weeks ago, and I thought this would be a good one for Tommy because you've said that, like, the last few years, you've learned a lot about yourself, and you, your coaches have both had a f- huge influence. I look forward to say your sixtieth birthday, right? What What do you want people to say about you as a person? Oh, I just, I, I like, I'm all about relationships and people. I hope people understand that. Um, I think at sixty, I just. I'd do anything for anyone, you know. Like, if you need help, I'm always here, and they know that, and they can always call me, and um, and that's you know that's what it's all about. I've always I've, I've always said that I feel I feel my happiest when I'm helping other people, and they are happy. And that's one thing Footy gave us. It was you go you go give the fans you give the fans a bit of energy. You know, I was a bit of a spud, right? Can you imagine I was in that five or you know or Toby oh, Green like? So I try to tell these boys, you've got to light it up when you see these fans. It just makes their day, and they, and they do. And that's the kind of stuff that I used to enjoy. And if it wasn't me, I used to love setting up kids that, that wanted to meet their idols, yeah, you know, yeah, without yeah. them knowing. And, um, and it's a bit like that in life. If you can help someone um, help someone out, that, that, that's kind of like what you, what you kind of hang your hat on. And, yeah, I'm a bit of a, a family man and, um, yeah, kind of like making people smile as well. So. Yeah. Yeah, mate. Yeah, I, I, 
I don't say something like that. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%, mate. And you're far from a spud, mate. I'll, I'll tell you what, you were just unlucky with injuries, but you're a brilliant <laughs> bloke, mate, and you're, you're too generous. I really appreciate you coming to chat. Do you, would you jump into the media? Because I reckon you'd be a natural. And, like, watching you doing the uh, the lockdown league, you were hosting that, you get along with the boys, you crack the joke, surely you're going to jump in the media. Yeah, I think there's definitely – I've got a – I reckon there's – there's some new media that needs to happen and I'm, yep. I'm working on what I want to do. I, you know, I did the gaming stuff last year with all the boys and they really relaxed in that. I love that. Uh, I've done a bit of, you know, some, some, some funny stuff with Bill on the, and, and other stuff on the footy show. Um, I'm really big on NFL. Like, I've, mm. yeah. I, I'm a I'm massive NFL fan. I, I think I might start my own show. Um, put yeah. it out there here. I, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to work out how it's how it looks and how it, how it works. But I'm really keen, really, really keen to do something in that space. And then in terms of AFL players um, or the AFL media, I don't know what it is, but there's definitely potential to do something. It's got to work out, yep. you know, what it is and, and if they want me. But um, I haven't heard anything yet, mate, so we'll have to... Uh, I have to see if anyone comes knocking off the back of this body. Mate, they'll come knocking. Don't worry. They'll come knocking, mate. And, hey, speaking That's the one thing. That's the one thing. Just on that, like, I feel like when the media asks an AFL player, how's the footy going, they don't want to tell them, right? Yeah. It's just simple truth. But get them on there and ask them about things they love and you'll see their true colours shine and that's what they need to do. They need to start just getting them in a safe and a relaxed environment because... The truth is, you can't actually comment on things. You can't comment on things mm. because you've got to act upon the team. So when you comment on, if you ask me a question about a player, I can't actually tell you the truth because a, it's it's four walls, four arms. That's what Ross would say. It's it's, it's you know you you got to stay uh, loyal to who's inside the four walls. So they're never going to give the media exactly. what they want. So I, I think they need to change what they do with these players sometimes. And that's why I think talking about NFL and playing PlayStation games and making it competitive and table tennis comps and all that crazy stuff, I reckon that's what fans would love. And make it competitive. Yeah, 100%, mate. And I do another podcast with an old lecturer of mine, um, Sammy Duncan, and we talk about this thing as well, that players, they just, get, like you said, they don't tell you what what um, what they feel. Because, But why, why do you think that is? Because they're scared of saying the wrong thing. Are they going to cop it from the club or are they going to cop it on social media? Or what, what's the reason they're so uh, hesitant to give out information? Like what, what is it from, from your perspective, well, player's perspective? Well, well, because A, you can't, like, a, you don't tell the media what's going on because it's your club. And so, like in terms of, you can tell them stuff that they that they're allowed to hear. But if someone is, say for example, right, someone's a bit unfit or um sorry, uh, not unfit, uh, injured, right? Yep. Why would a player go out there and tell the media that he is fit or unfit or whatever, like what they want to hear when it could be a, it could be a strategic game plan. Um, or a ploy to say that he's playing so that they do all their homework and we've got to stop him this week and he's not playing. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden their the game plan's a bit... Like, you've already got him one move in the first quarter, you know? That's right. So that's one example, but I just feel like the players' true colours shine when you ask them stuff that they're really passionate about and they can talk about and, mm. and they do so much good in the community. We should be talking about that stuff a bit more as well. Um, and then... Uh, and getting around them, that's, that's what I'd be doing. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, hundred percent, mate. I love it. Hey, I want to ask you some. Um, uh, I don't know if you enjoy speaking about this, but I'll ask you anyway. Some predictions for this season, man. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, go for it. I love this stuff. Yeah, good. All right. Who who wins the flag first off for you? Well, I think Geelong. I, I, I truthfully think Geelong. I hope yeah. the Giants are a free winner, right? Yeah. But if I put my strategic hat on, I think Geelong have gone all in. Jezza Cameron's the best forward in the comp. Mm. He'll be in the Coleman. Um, and, man, you've got to talk about Isaac Smith and um, Higgins. They're genuine star. Like, play on both of them. Like, we yeah. tar- I think Higgins is the – we're targeting Higgins. And then Isaac Smith's the hardest-running winger, half-forward, whatever you want to put him in the comp. And you've got the Coleman up there next to the other Coleman. Like, gee whiz, it's yeah. a good team. So – I just respect anyone else, like, you know, Richmond and all that will be there and West Coast and Port and I think, um, who do I miss? Oh, Bulldogs. Oh, yeah, Bulldogs will be up there in top six but and Brisbane. But Geelong, to me, would be my favourite. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And you got along well with Jezza, didn't you? How was he as a bloke? Yeah, the he's a ripper. He's the best bloke. He's the best bloke ever. Yeah? The outdoor athlete, mate. You should see this bloke on a boat. He's as good as... <laughs> he loves fishing, man, doesn't he? He loves fishing. He's the king. He's the king. And... <laughs> If you do like fishing, go follow Outdoor Athlete on yeah. Instagram. Yeah, yeah. He, um, he is one of the best hosts as well. If he, ta- if he takes you fishing, he's, he actually really takes pride in, you know, teaching you and, and, and he has, it's, it's a ball. So yeah. um, there's no doubt he'd be having fun down at Geelong. Yeah, for sure. Hey, you mentioned the doggies then just before. The GWS rivalry with them, that's real, eh? You d- they hate each other, yeah, don't massive. they? Yeah, Hate each other. Hate Correct. each other. Yeah. Um, big rivalry, prelim, games have been um, physical. I think this year will be grass. Like, I'm not there now, so I don't know what they're talking about, but I reckon, I reckon the Bulldogs are like got a real strong, they've got a, like a stronger team this year. Yeah. And they're more mature. Um, and the Giants are, Giants are the same Giants, so it'll be good. It'll be good. I can't wait. I can't wait to see. Um, yeah. I can't wait to see that. are going to be a really good contest as well. I think the Giants have had the wood over them the last few years. Mm. Um, but no, I reckon it'll be, I reckon it'll be a real good match to watch. Yeah, and there's a lot of smack talk on the field, like especially between those two. Like, is it no holds barred? Like, how how hard do they go at each other verbally? Oh man, I couldn't tell you. I was sitting in the stand. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know, I, I think I, I honestly don't know. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's hard, yeah, it's hard to comment. Yeah, what about when you're out there, though? Like, you're in a big game. You played in finals. Like, we, you know. Yeah, I, I, I can't remember too much. Mate, half the time you're that knackered, you can't even breathe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I honestly, I can't remember I can't remember too much. Like, I don't remember a spray where I was like, gee whiz, or yeah. some bloke saying something pretty funny. I remember the crowd heckling. Like, we copped it the year after. We were minor premiers. Um, and the next year we were zero and ten, and I used to we used to cop it, mate. The fans used to just used to. Oh, it was yeah, zero and ten. You can only imagine, mate. They were just you get your water bottle. You know, you come off the bench and you get yeah. your water bottle. Yeah. And they just start, you start. Oh, mate, I can't repeat what they used to say. It's just <laughs> ripping in, and you're trying to block it out. I don't yeah. care what you say, mate. I was a weak-minded bar. I could I could hear everything they're saying. You go out there and fluff one on the floor, and you're going, oh no. <laughs> but, um, Anything to look back on and start laughing now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, bloody hell. Hey, well, you, hey, you gave me the Coleman. You gave me who wins the flag. Who wins the Brownlow, mate? Last one. 
Yeah, yeah. I reckon Patrick Chris, the big yeah. gripper. I yeah. reckon he's ready to go. I mean, I mean yeah, Lockie Neal, good mate of mine. He's a superstar. He'll have 50 every game. It's a real tough one, but if I was to pick a new winner, I think I think Cripper. I yeah. think if he gets some support, he wins his own ball, he's an absolute unit, plays forward, Carlton will win a few more games. Uh, that is my prediction. Yeah, brilliant. I love it. That's mine too. I've tipped him Who, as well. Oh, you got, yeah. Who's I'll, your um, flag prediction? My flag? Oh, I've got to go to the Tigers, mate. You know I'm a Tigers man. So yeah, I, think, I mean, yeah, the Tigers have proven. proven. I just haven't, yeah, like for me, they haven't, there's nothing there. I mean, Geelong, you're 100% right with Geelong. I mean, who they've topped up with, they, they look you know, fantastic, but there's no reason for me to tip against the Tigers when they've when they've been there nah, and done it right. before. They're, so. they're, yeah, they're spot on. Well, they're, they're unbelievable. Mm. Um, and my, yeah, Brownlow going Cripper, Coleman, I don't know. The, the only, hes like, I was hesitant for tipping um, Jezza just because I thought Hawkins might take a few goals off him. But I'm not sure. Oh, well, I reckon you. Well, you're right. I've got no idea how they're going to work, but they're going to work well together. That's yeah. all we know. Like, you know, they're both going to kick fifty. I reckon. Yeah. Um, if they're going to be, if they're going to be the club, if, if everything I've just said comes to fruition, I think they're both going to dominate. So it's a matter of who gets on the end of them. Mm. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. It'd be interesting to see who does kick the most out of them too. Yeah, that's yeah. I was going to tip Jezza, but then I was thinking about that, that they might take goals off each other. But yeah, I'm not too sure. It's going to be good either way. Mate, hey, I'm going to chuck a couple names at you and you tell me the first thing that comes to your head, okay? Yeah, all right, all right. Okay, cool. Uh, we'll go Brian Taylor. Oh, I can't swear. I've already had. So I'm thinking <laughs> of the Boyd commentary. The Boyd commentary when he kicks that goal. Oh, yes. Get that on the ball. Eddie, 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 Eddie lets the F go. That's brilliant, mate. I love that. Boyd took the advantage and played on from inside the centre square. Boyd's kicked the goal. Boyd's oh. kicked the goal from inside the centre. Oh. I can't believe that. Boyd has kicked the goal from inside the centre square. He's got the magic. Can you believe that? Oh. That's my favourite team. Yeah. All right. Uh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady, Goat. Goat. No doubt in your mind. Unbelievable, isn't he? All right. Um, yeah. Toby Green. One word to describe Toby. <laughs> Unassuming. Unassuming. Good. Uh, Matt DeBoer. Smart. Smart. Good. Stephen Intelligent. Knell. Intelligent. Yeah. Prof- yep. Professional, too, I reckon. That's what comes to my mind. Keneal- yeah, very. Yeah, Stephen Canelio. First glory. <laughs> he loves his soccer, doesn't he? Dustin Martin. The king, he is the, he's the, he's the AFL goat. Yeah. Uh, Margot Robbie. Stunning. Stunning. She wore the glasses too, didn't she? Yeah, she's rocked the Rixies back yeah. in 2017. I'll never forget it. I was on the team bus heading to Gold Coast, got yeah. out of the airport and bang, got the um, got the photo of her in the in the Havana Drays, mate. They're no longer online, but no, she was rocking them through out. the LAX airport. <laughs> oh, they sold out. Nah, they actually they actually weren't that much of a they weren't that hot at the time, but no. they did sell out after she rocked them. Yeah, mate, that's unbelievable. That's awesome. I love that. And who was yeah. who else? Who else wore the glasses? That was that was. Oh, I've had a few. Chrissy's Aussie, just amazing. Um, yeah. well, OBJ's my favourite because he's NFL and, yeah. or one of my favourites. Um, he rocks the orbits and. I've seen him rock them in suits and casual and streetwear, and it's just—it's so good to see because it's just like 
it's just next level when I think about it. It does make me happy. 100%, mate. I love it. Hey, I could talk to you, mate, all day, but I'll end with 10 quick questions, quick fire ones, and then I'll let you go because I know you're a busy yeah. man, all right? <laughs> no dramas, mate. All right. Your favourite food, Tommy? I oh, love Asian fusion. Love it. Beautiful. Your favourite movie? Well, probably The Longest Guard or yeah. Happy Gilmore. Yeah, yeah. Love it. Favourite commentator? I love DT. Mm. Your least favourite journalist? Oh, I don't know many, mate. So I'm not sitting on the fence here. Yeah. No, that's all right. You can say me. That's all right. Um, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) I love you too, mate. Uh, Would you rather trade some intelligence for looks or looks for intelligence? And I know you've got plenty of both. So which one? Oh, I'd like intelligence. A bit more intelligence. Yeah, you got plenty, but yeah, there you go. And you got plenty of looks anyway, so it won't make a huge difference. Uh, <laughs> if you could have dinner with anyone in the world other than me, who would it be? Oh, good question. I'm fascinated by Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, The Rock Johnson. Yeah. Um, but, 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 I do love me NFL. Um, you see, everyone thinks I'm going to say Tom Brady, but I'm not. Because I don't reckon he... I reckon I'd, I'd, I'd enjoy probably talking to, like, the Gronk or... Oh, yeah. it's a hard one, man. I'd have to sit down and think about it. I oh, want a real pick character. Someone. You have to pick someone, mate. Oh, oh Mark Wahlberg. I wouldn't mind knowing yeah. a bit more about him. That'd be good. Yep. Done. Um, what's what's the worst pickup line you've ever used? You've got to be honest here, mate. I know you would have dropped the... Hey, you know who oh. I play for. You, you, know, you know what I do for a job? That sort of stuff? Yeah, I was trying to think of one. I got an inappropriate. I can't think of one, man. Um, oh, Lukey Ryan used to have a few, but yeah. I can't think of what it was. Oh, I'll have to come back. I'll tell, you know what? I'll call you in the next few days. I'll uh, tell you what it was. Okay, I can't done. Now nah, that's right. You got it. Yeah, text it to me, man. You got to let me know. All right, two more. Who's your favourite AFL player of all time? Oh, James Hurt. James Hurt. Yep. Matt. Yeah, uh, cool, I like this. Two more. Sorry, Macca's or Hungry Jacks. Uh, McDonald's. McDonald's, good. What's the what's the meal of choice do you go after? Pretty pretty cruisy. I I just get a um oh I don't know like big chicken. Yeah. Depends what time it is, man. I don't really I don't really go there much truthfully. Like I do enjoy a burger, but yeah. if I did go there, it's always a big chicken or a quarter pounder. Um, a little strawberry shake. Love a strawberry shake at <laughs> McDonald's. Alright, all right. Last one, mate. What makes you angry? Makes me angry. Probably getting dropped or doing a cast. Yeah. Turns on. Bloody I don't know. Yeah. Nah, that's a Everything, you know, just a, sometimes little things make you angry, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's a good question, man. I actually need to start thinking about this stuff. I never thought about it before. No, that's all right. Self-reflection, mate. That's all right. Learning what about you? What makes you angry? Uh, traffic. Traffic makes me real angry. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, weird. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you're starting to get me. Now you, See? you know what makes me angry, actually? What's that? Like just people doing unhygienic things in the kitchen, yes. or just little things. You know, like just little things like that. Yeah. Oh, like this morning, my housemate. Yeah, hopefully he listens to this. My housemate he works as a tradie. Yeah. Woke up at five. He's slamming doors and sprinting up oh. the stairs. That made me angry. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> that makes you angry. Oh, I can imagine. Nothing worse. I was going to tell him, I'm like, oh, I'll just send the podcast. I'll have the cold shoulder. That's it. <laughs>
<laughs> Mate, you're a bloody oh, legend. Yeah, you do it. Nah, it's hard. I actually don't know. The little, you know, those little things that just make you angry. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hey, Tommy, you're a bloody legend, mate. I appreciate it so much. Um, this is probably the most fun I've had ever on an interview. So it's really uh, <laughs> greatly appreciated, man. And any time you want to have a chat, even off air, mate, you have it. Yeah, and you can come over to mine for a beer whenever you want. Yeah, no, you, you're in Seth Melbourne, mate. You're on the big bucks. So I'll be, I'll be, I'll be holding you to that. I can't <laughs> wait for a beer. You're a legend, mate. All right, I'll let you go. Enjoy your cousin's birthday, and we will chat soon. Yeah, done, mate. Done. Pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you, brother. See ya. See you, Tommy. Yeah, mate. Thank you. All right, boys. I've been looking forward to this all summer, I reckon, to get you guys into the studio. It's finally the Monday Review panel is back. It's been a long time. It's on a Tuesday now. But boys, I'd like to introduce Gordon Hunter Meredith and Nick Guglielmino into the studio. Let's talk footy, boys. How you been? Yeah, I mean, it's good to be back. Good to have footy back. Mm. And I'm looking forward to disagreeing with more of your footy yeah, opinions, James. Well, that's what you do. Are you <laughs> missing the drive-in with Nico? Back in the uh, day, you used well, to drive in and listen to SCN, and when that got too boring, you used to have fights amongst yourself. That's true. We still now have we just do the fights in the office. In the yeah. office, we had a big one before. Actually, we've been driving in together what twice a week now. Yes, yeah, I've had to be picking Jimmy up. You've been picking um, me up. Yeah, I'm on the way though. Just like my son. Um, <laughs> just like the son I don't have. Yeah, that's right. He, well, I mean, treat Malvin- him like my son. I, I mentioned I was in Melbourne East. I'm in Melbourne East now, so it's literally on the way. So it, I appreciate it, but yes, yeah, that, that, that's okay. <laughs> anything to anything to reduce traffic at the moment because the Melbourne traffic is horrible at the moment. It is horrible, um, but something that wasn't horrible was summer because we got time to spend with our families and our friends and our girlfriends. So, how what was your highlight of summer, Gordo? Uh, going down to the beach, mate. Went down to Bulgaria. You did too. It was the old St Kilda uh, training camp basically? That's right. And oh, okay, yeah, you did your um your testing for the for preseason. Explain that. Oh, actually, yeah. I managed to uh, get a hold of the uh, Cycle 1 preseason. So it was mm. for first, second and third year AFL footballers. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we just, just did the running, just did the you know did the work. You know? So you're fit enough to be an AFL player, that's what I you're am. saying. I just have zero yeah, yeah. talent. That's all right, but you've got the fitness. I could run and tag. They only recruit athletes And Nico days. reckons they yeah. only recruit athletes. Yeah. Skills don't matter. So yeah. If I was uh, maybe three inches taller, weighed an extra 30 kilos, uh, had a right or a left foot and uh, could mark overhead, I would definitely be playing AFL. Well, that's right all now. possible. Those the surgery things are all now. fixable. They're all <laughs> fixable. They They're all fixable. Yeah. Nico, how was your summer? My summer was good. I went to Queensland for a few days. Yeah. That was probably my highlight. But I think I do have one thing that tips that, and that was witnessing Hawthorne have a top ten pick <laughs> in the draft. Oh wow! Yeah, that the was last good. time I, the last time that happened, I was what eleven years old. Yeah, um, oh, the God. iPhone wasn't released. Would <laughs> yeah. you hand back all those premierships for more draft picks, Nick? <laughs> no, no. Yeah. But this probably should have happened a couple of years ago. Yeah, <laughs> no, a couple well, of years too late. Clarko doesn't like the rebuild. Exciting. It exciting. is exciting, and this season is exciting, which is why I wanted to discuss it with you boys. And I'll go. I'm going to go to Gordo first, right? Because we did our ladders. We got a little bit of abuse for it, or I did. We did our ladders first last Friday. I think we released our predictions on Monday. Did we have any differing things, Gordo? Did like, our three? There was a few. I think the major, the major difference. Oh, actually, yours, Fremantle in the eight. Yeah, Fremantle. What the hell's going on there? So my top eight yeah. from the top down: Geelong, Richmond, Port Adelaide, Brisbane, Western Bulldogs, West Coast, St Kilda, Fremantle. Yeah, Frio. So really, why the only Frio. Why Frio? So I think 
they've got more upside. I like teams based that have so, like I think best teams in terms of growth are the teams that build their defense first and then cash in and add creative flair on top. So all those teams have broken in. So the Western Bulldogs have broken in. Brisbane finally added some defense. Then they added some flair. Port Adelaide's a defense first team. And then like the, the actual champions, you know, Richmond's and Geelong's the world. All defense first teams that add the attacking flair once they, once they get to a point where they can capitalize on it. Fremantle already has that solid defense. They can now this year capitalize on their attack and, and sneak that spot in the eight. But do you um, reckon they're going to capitalize? They were the second worst side in the AFL for scoring. Yeah, and they were the, and, and they and were like and they were like players. the third best defensive side. They were a good defensive. And side who's going to fade this year? Do you see Melbourne getting improving? Do you see Collingwood improving? Do you see Sydney improving? You already have three teams in the bottom: Essendon, Adelaide, and North. I had Collingwood in be the, as my eighth team. Like it's probably Giants and Collingwood are on the. On the uh, and maybe Carlton are just outside there. So you think Frio are better than all of them? I think I think Frio has more potential, and I think if you're if you get to like a two thirds way through the season mm. and you're pushing for a spot in the eight or maybe a cheeky top ten draft pick, if you're Collingwood, if you're the Giants, if you're Melbourne, yeah. are you pushing for eighth or you're pushing for the top ten? Yeah. I reckon I, I, I reckon they might pull the yeah. pin. You, you've got a good point. They do have a really good defence. They've got the players back there. But I think they do still lack the firepower. They haven't really covered that spot in the off-season yet. But I think that will come. And when it does come, they'll be dangerous because their midfield as well is very good. I'd be shocked if they made the eight, honestly. Me too. Is I'll, there that I'd much like difference between 15 and 8th, though, this year? I think this year... Not much, be, but I th- you still have to... I think to there'll score. be a bigger gap this year. I think last year with the hubs, I don't think we saw... I don't think it was a fair reflection of where teams were exactly at. I think they were tied because of where they were playing and different people had different experiences in the hubs. I don't know. I think they're too young still. I think they're developing. I like what um, Justin's doing there. They look good. They look good defensively, but they need to score goals. They do. As well. And Nico, he's all about goals. Don't mm. worry about that. Oh, he loves goals. Bet. What was it different about your eight, Nico? You had my eight. Similar? I had. Uh, you had Br- Melbourne in there, did you? Yeah, I had. I, no, I had Melbourne outside the oh, top just eight. Nice. I had so, GWS yeah. in the top eight. I think yeah, they'll just that sneak diff- in. Oh, I had them just out. And Why? Why are they sneaking in? GWS, I think, have have the talent to be a top eight side. They've got the defense. They, they were a grand finalist. They lost a bit two of talent too. They lost a bit of talent, but they still have it, and they've got a good mixture of veterans with mm. Phil Davis, um, Cornelio. Um, but the, the young talent coming through as well. Tom Green comes straight into that midfield. He he challenges Cornelio, Cali. It, it's still it's still a good challenges. Team. He's very young, mate. Whitfield's still there, mate. Um, the forward line: Himmelberg, Finlayson, and Jake Riccardi, of course. But I, I still think they've got the talent to be a top eight side. Um, but the the other thing about my top eight was Brisbane falling out of the top four. I mm. think. A lot of things went their way last season. They won a lot of close games. They played a lot of games at home. They didn't travel as much as other teams. And I think when those when they're, they're in the battle for those tight games and they're playing away from home and in front of a you know a loud Melbourne crowd, I think you know things won't go their way as much. Nico, two years ago they made the prelim as well, and that was in a normal season. Last year they they made the prelim again. Yeah. You don't think they're going to improve? Joe Danaher is going to be a huge improvement. Well, again, that's that's two years of uh, finishing. And they are the later. Yeah, that's hard. The ladder. I Sorry. can see them dropping. I think they I improve. Can. I can see them dropping. They they finished second in a couple of seasons ago. Did they finish second last year second again? Last year, yeah. yeah. Do you see them appro- improving and finishing first this year? I don't. I, I see them finishing don't. top four. 
I don't see them missing the top four at well, all. Well, a fun fact, and you guys already know this, is the top four never stays the same two seasons in a row. All the top mm. eight. Yeah. Jimmy, I know you've gone for the same top four as last year. I went in the, the same, same top, top eight. eight. Did I go for yeah, the same top eight? Exactly the same. Oh, okay. I and I don't even remember the I last wasn't, time. Yeah, well, I wasn't paying attention that's okay. to it. Yeah. That's okay. I'm just saying that someone will drop out of the top four. I don't oh, think it'll be Brisbane. That's Brisbane. And then you're saying who replaces them. We're saying the Western Bulldogs. Western Bulldogs. And I've got wow. uh, the Giants coming into the eight as well. So how do the Western Bulldogs overtake Brisbane and not let a team like West Coast because again, enter in? I mean, you just have to look at the Bulldogs list. They've got the talent to be a top four side. They've got the midfield depth. Well, they've got all the midfield. That's the thing. Exactly. They've got too many midfielders. They've got, they've got forwards as well. They've got Norton. They've got so many the, forwards that some of them can't even fit into the side. Shaq yeah, they got quality forwards. I don't think Shaqy's that that quality. To they've be honest, got the number one draft that. pick, another one who'll be yeah, but he down might not door even. Jamara might not even play round one. I, I'm not saying he'll play round one, but he'll definitely play some point mm. over the year. Yeah. And their defense as well. I think they make solid. the top. I reckon the doggies make the top eight. I don't think they'll make the top four. Got good skill. But I don't know. They they looked pretty good against Melbourne the other day, the yeah. other week. Hey, well, where did you have Carlton, Nick? Carlton, I had him eleventh, and and Gordo. Uh, I had them 10th. You had them 10th, so they're both missing for you. They just missed for me, but I wouldn't be surprised. Well, why do they miss? I'm still not sure. There are, very, there are a lot of untrustworthy teams in that middle third of the ladder this year. And so I think that those teams are your Melbournes, Carlton's. Even in, in my, like my ladder, St Kilda's in that, in that bracket. West, Western Bulldogs are in that bracket. The Giants are in that bracket. Teams that we've seen for the last two to three seasons lose games that they probably shouldn't have. And so they don't, they don't play consistent footy week in, week out. And so a team like Carlton, do they have depth? They have some kind of X-factor players in each of their lines, but they don't have depth across them. They, very rarely do they line up against a top six side and you go, yep, they have, they have them covered or they are equal yeah. on all three lines. I think they've been so unlucky with injuries the last few years that it's hard. I think you could say they have depth if everyone's healthy. Mm. That's the thing. And now they've topped up with Saad and, and Williams. It's going to give them speed and that sort of thing. But I don't think like scoring or playing attack, that's not a big problem. Their problem was conceding. They mm. conceded a lot. And I think David Teague spoke about um, he wanted to control the ball more, which we didn't see in the practice matches at all. They played pretty fast, forty years end to end, but that's that's practice matches. But they're a be, team that's like has to live and die by contested football. If they don't win it at the source, they're not very good at winning it back off teams. Yeah, and there are too many teams that are actually good possession football teams. Mm. So they, they people enjoy playing against Carlton because mm. they know that if they have a period of dominance, winning a one or contested football, then they know they're gonna they're gonna have that momentum shift their way and stay their way. Mm. And now with the rule changes this year, that will be even more the case. That's the same with teams like Collingwood, teams like. Melbourne, if you beat them at the source, they're not very good at getting the ball back off you. Mm-hmm. Who did you have first? First, I had Geelong. And, and you had, had Port, Port Adelaide. Adelaide. yeah. And you've yeah. gone for Richmond. I've obviously. gone for Richmond, of course. But in saying that, the last three premierships Richmond have won, last four, Richmond have finished third on the ladder. Mm. Well, that's why so, I'm a bit... Well, that was the thing because I thought if I put them, if I don't put them first, people are going to be like, oh, you're not, you don't believe in them. And I'll cop that. And I thought, no, I'll you put them first. To, but I think, what you think I put them first because I think that they're the best team in the competition. That's why I put them yeah. first. I mean, they are. But like you said, they finish third every year. I know, they but I can't, you can't do a ladder. They, I mean, they, you, they, I guess they, you could. They, My they, ladder was, yeah. I was, it was a ranking of teams yeah. rather than, yeah. All right, get, give me your, your other predictions. So you had the Premiership runner-up, Coleman and Brownlow and your Rising Star. Cap it off. Yep. 
Uh, so Premier, I've got Geelong. I'm agreeing with you there in the sense that they've got a point to prove. And they're all they're all in. If they don't win this year... I can't believe it. And you go for the Tigers as well. That, they are all in. And what's so, the, but what's the reason the Tigers lose it? What, what can you... You can confidently say Geelong won't let it happen again. They let it happen in a prelim, going 22 points mm. down. Then in a the grand final, 21 points down. You're at third time lucky they won't happen. It won't happen again. They won't. They won't choke. Well, the reverse is how can you guarantee that they'll beat that Richmond will beat Geelong again? Because they've done it in the past. I know, but surely after a while it has to come to an end. That's right. But is that a good theory? I mean, wouldn't you rather be safe? It's true. Who's also the top forever? Yeah, you can't forever. hundred percent. But what? But who's improved their list more, Geelong or Richmond? Uh, yeah, improved their list even, through personnel, even, even but Port Adelaide, Alira, yeah. Lee, Fantasia, Brisbane, bringing Danaher. Yes. No, yeah. the, uh, everyone is great. gearing up because and Richmond, Richmond again, the same. they don't have like you don't yeah. have to because Richmond are the back to back premiers. They've yep. got yeah, yeah, the yeah. system until it's broken, they won't change it. But yeah, but everyone else has gained mm-hmm. on paper. Everyone else has gained on paper, hundred percent. I I believe that. The only thing is who's going to drop. So everyone else can gain, but they've got to get up to Richmond's level. Geelong was one quarter away from being premiers yeah, last no, year. They were two I quarters think, I away. I think Richmond, <laughs> Richmond's and year the year last before, year. and the year before they were they were a quarter away or half away from yeah, half away uh, from basically winning. It's as true. we saw the Giants, one hundred percent is true. So, so they are half a football away from from being premiers. Yeah. So and then they add, arguably, what the top three power forward in the competition this year. Yeah, and Jeremy Cameron. Yeah, he's, a, he's yeah. a star. So yeah, no, no, there's no doubt. I'm saying on paper, Geelong have. Yeah, they've improved the most, and they're probably. I mean, you can't say favourites on paper, but yeah, you're. 100% I'm not saying favourites right. on paper. But I'm saying they're going to be my pick. Yeah, for, for right. I just think when it comes to and it, that's why I have Port as runners up as well. They're the yeah. two teams yeah. I think on paper, if everything goes to plan, which it won't, obviously. Yeah. But you can't make predictions yeah. any other way. No, exactly. And no, so well, that's the thing. I, I see no sign to say Richmond will fall. The only the only player that you don't you, see signs. Last year, no, last year you were far from your best in the home and away season. But we timed their run. You, you lost your qualifying. This, this they timed me, their run. I don't listen, say Listen we. to me. Yes, they timed <laughs> their run because that's what champion teams do when they're yeah. maintaining, you know, a, a long reign of success. Yeah. But in the home and away season, they weren't at their best. This is very much like Hawthorne in 2015. You scrape in the top four, you lose the qualifying final, yeah. and then you're like, shit, all right, well, am I allowed to swear? Yeah, you can swear. <laughs> we we, we got to, you know... Step it up a gear, and they do that in the last three weeks. And like Gordon said, your your first half of the grand final wasn't good, and you just did enough to get over the line. Just and did we, enough. You did enough. You mm. your whole grand final before it wasn't a four quarter effort. It was. Well, a, we it weren't, was a we good weren't horrific in the first half, but Geelong were better. Geelong mm. were crisp. They and were clean. the better, they, and they, they did rock the us side. at the start. Like we've lost and exactly. getting getting concussed, yeah. and then Basher doing his calf. Anyway, yes. Anyway, you know, and going into a new season now, that would have been mentally exhausting. By the way. Now you're going into a new season now, which is a longer season. I think season, it's more mentally exhausting losing, going there and losing it. No, you like did everything you could to get over the line. Yeah. Now you're going into a longer season, an extra five games, longer longer games as well. Which so suits us. And I think, you know, it, it will require a huge effort for Richmond to three. I think, I think my, my big question mark is around not everyone questions, you know, like will Dusty get back up to it? Will Will Tom Lynch get back up to it after yeah. tasting success so early in his Richmond career, or whatever? Those guys looked after. They got they're on big bucks. They're the, they're the prime. They they are key to your success as as a club. My question mark is around the depth players, the ones that you know usually win a premiership and then their eyes start looking for contracts and more game time elsewhere. The ones that you have left on your list now. When it comes to round eighteen and they're getting you know maybe a game here, a game there, or they've spent three weeks in the twos. How can how can you ask those people 
to go back to the well again for the club for the sake of a three-peat when they may or may not play the game on may, may not actually play that grand final game. I think that's when it gets yeah. that, that's, that's when it challenges the culture and everything we've seen and the documentaries have come out and yeah. the behind the scenes and the books have suggested that that culture is strong enough for those players to buy back in again. Yeah, but this is now buy back in number five. So like. How how many times can you get your your yeah. workers, your soldiers, your pawns to buy back in uh, year after year after year? And 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 Tigers fans know that it's not going to last forever. Mm. But while you know you're up, and it's not an old list. This is not a list that's that's fading away. And you go, well, it's not you know the only player that you could see after this seat, or maybe a couple. Say Basher and Jack are on the way down a tiny bit. You Cotchin. can. I don't. Yeah, maybe you've okay, already, so, you've already lost Rance as well. Yeah, no, doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, you've you've still coped well without him. Yeah, we've yeah. coped very well without him. Yeah. But, but there's no for me. I can't see an indication now. There's no reason for me to say they can't win it this season. Um, Coleman. Uh, these ones I always find tricky, but obviously I think that Port's going to be up there this year. They're a high-scoring team, so I've gone with uh, Charlie Dixon. Charlie Dixon. He had a strong season. He yeah. was fantastic. Um, uh, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought you were going to continue. No, on. no, you go. Sorry. You go. Yeah, I was going to say uh, Jeremy Cameron. I think Geelong will be at their best, and he'll receive plenty of good service yeah. from the midfield. I reckon Tom Hawkins might take a bit away from him, though. That's the thing. I think they have Could. to share it between. If them. You're That's the coach, only reason. Otherwise, if you're, it a, if you're a coach, though, who do you circle first? Who are you more scared of taking Hawkins. the game away from you, Hawkins or Cameron? Hawkins. Well, Hawkins. He'll I'd get the best, best defender. Best. Yeah, but it depends. Because I mean, size, you can change you the game if if you know Jezza kicks a couple early, you're swapping him. That's for sure. And I think Hawkins plays more in the square. He'll get the, the longer delivery, the easier shots at goal. Jezza can push up the ground. Uh, mm. that, that's what them. I'm saying. You're putting your best defender on Hawkins and you're putting your more yeah. mobile defender on camera. Yeah, you might. I just think he's too solid for Yeah. and um, That makes him very scary this year too, especially because Hawkins is basically their third ruck, their forward 50 ruck, and he has elite ruck craft. Yeah, he does. So he's, that allows them rotations, allows them not to have to play a secondary one-dimensional ruck mm-hmm. as well. And then when you add the mobility, meaning that Hawkins can actually be the player that he actually always is, that stay at home, the old full forward that the, that the Nicky G's of the world love to see. The rock sit, stars. Sit in the, scale and, and, uh, sit, in the, sit in the square and muscle around people. Bring them back. Yeah, yeah. well, he's back. Not, apparently not going to be your Coleman, though. So and look, they could enough. win the premiership because of it. Yeah. They could. They definitely could. We're not going to go to Mike Coleman because we know I picked Tom Lynch. Um, yeah. Just no because, surprises. well, Richmond will win a few games and, and Jack will play up the ground and he'll be the main key forward. Yeah. So Could happen. It's just hard. You know, it's really hard to pick the Coleman, though. That's why yeah. it's 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 really, it's an unknown. Um, I wanted you to, oh, okay, Brownlow. So we'll go Brownlow first. We all know the rising star is Matt Real. Yeah. We don't yep. need to really yep. discuss that. The last discussion. Touch wood, though, that doesn't do another injury. Yeah, yeah. touch wood. If it's not God. Matt Real, though, Powell of North Melbourne. And also Braden Campbell of Sydney, two to watch. Braden Campbell, if you yes. want to, if you want to smoky for a bet, those two. Yep, <laughs> good. Um, our Brownlow medalist, rapid fire, go, go. Max Gorn. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think so, but yeah, go. Uh, Patrick Dangerfield. I've gone Patrick Cripps. Hey, your second favorite question here, Gordo. What? Which coach is under the pump? There's a fair few. And uh, can I guess who is. you're going to say? Oh, you probably can guess what I'm going to say, and I've, I've done a fair few uh, podcasts this week, and then everyone's probably heard me say the same thing about this bloke. But before I get to that, it's like, did I or did I not get the yeah, coach carousel right did. last time we did this 100%, question? 100%. I think did. And I would, Nick owes you an apology. I apologised to you formally. You what? said it would never happen. Six coaches, you mm. no, was it? Yeah. yeah. Six coaches were going to be changed. So last year, the year before, year before, we, we didn't see each other last year. Anyway, it doesn't matter. And anyway, it was right. It really feels like we skipped a year, doesn't we it? Did. <laughs> <laughs> it was the season before. Yeah. Six coaching changes, yeah. Okay. 
you go, go oh, on. Anyway, coaching of the pump this year has to be... So he's just pumped himself up ready for this. Leon Cameron. Yeah. The Giants... Well, if, everything is stacked against the Giants, which is ironic because everything is stacked in their favour. But because of that, they have to, they have to perform. Otherwise, it's an abject failure. If they don't mm. win a premiership soon... Well, the windows may be shut already. And then they have to go back and become mm. a, a mid-bottom letter side and then come back through it mm. again like everyone else has to do it. So... He's got what two years left, three years left before it's completely. I think it's. Done? I think his contract. His is contract runs out, but more next. Like, se- yeah, at the end of next season, I think his contract. But ends. if they're not, but they can cut it. But if they're yeah. not a top four side this year, no, then they're not they contending for the flag. Four. Yeah, they won't be a top four. And so, when are they next going to be a contender? Yeah, it's hard too because, and even, and then you may as well just restart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. They lost. They lost it last year. I mean, even. Leon Cameron admits that they lost that fight. They were known for a team that's hard to play against, tough, and Nick's looking out the window while I'm talking. He's, sorry, am I that boring? A bit. Go on. <laughs> sorry. I'll try and spice it up. But they wanted to be a hard contested team, a bullying team, you know, something you can remember when they played the Dogs. That's what they were known for and they lost it last season. And he's even started to, you know, um, ramble on about, not ramble on, but he started to mention the young crop that's coming through. But who cares about the young crop, man? This is the window. This is your last chance. Get the players who are... You know, they've got two debutants, which is great. But, you know, mm. they need to win. This is their window, Gordo. Otherwise, they go backwards. They're not getting any younger. Mm. And then there's other other coaches probably this year. I don't know what's happened with Bucks. And, like, does he want to go around again for another rebuild? Because Collingwood's going down, not going up. He's got to be one of the longest-serving coaches without a without a flag. Mm. Without a, or, yeah. And then probably yeah. the final one would be um, Simon Goodwin at, at Melbourne as well. And just because it's always a question mark against Melbourne. And maybe that's actually... You, you hate Melbourne with a passion. Well, I only, I only hate Melbourne because I need to balance out the rest of the footy metres love for Melbourne. Yeah. They are, they're the most I think Melbourne absolutely cop it. No. They do. I oh, think whenever Fox Melbourne... Footy, footy, Fox footy likes them. Fox footy loves them. Really? Yeah. They love talking about them anyway. Jeez. They're, they're very... They're Have you guys ever about. tuned into Footy Classified when Melbourne's losing and Hutchie's going off and Caro? And yeah, they well, just they, it used to be back Melbourne in the day, especially when Gary Lyon was on there. They used to give it to him. Um... Yeah, yeah, no, I'd, fair enough. Yeah, who's your coach under the pump? I mean, it's yeah, like Clark Gordon, I think there was a few, but I did. Uh, my one was Simon Goodwin. I think if Melbourne don't make the eight, yeah. he has to be gone. That's mm. it. Hey, speaking of coaches, sorry, Dimmer just signed on, mm-hmm. which was great, and it's a great time to do it right before the season as well. Just there was a few question marks. I mean, Gordo thought that the club was unravelling. Um, hey, there's been a few rule changes. Um, one of them, the sub, uh, the sub is coming on as well. The um, the concussion, concussion sub, but it's going to be a medical sub, I think. Hasn't been confirmed yet. We've been waiting. We as we sit here on a Tuesday, it hasn't been officially confirmed. Two days out, but from it's the like season. two days out from the season. Ugh, the AFL They're longer than my girlfriend to decide what to eat. Um, they just they do they drag it on, and it's going to be it'll be a medical sub. So it's concussion or a, a serious injury. That's what we're expecting. Is it a good thing, Gordo? Yeah, I think so. And I actually would prefer it maybe even for just all injuries. Have an injury sub. And so in the yeah, sense of like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think because everyone always complains, that, you know, disadvantage when you have, especially concussion because there's a pressure, I think, for medical staff to, I don't think anyone does it, but there's always going to be that niggling pressure from the coach to say, yeah, oh, yeah. get him back get on. Get him back like, on. If he's, you know, if if he's if good Dusty, to run. Dusty cops a head knock yeah. and it's like, well, we need him back. But that's yeah. it. That, it's, it's because of the head injuries though. Yeah. Yeah, and so that's that's good to be there. And then also, but I think you know, people we always hear you know people played through broken car, like broken shins and broken broken well, legs. Well, Basher wouldn't have played last year in the granny after the first quarter if mm. they had a uh, an injury, uh, a medical sub. And so, is it even worth it for that? Like, is it even worth to say well, yeah, let's not let's so. not have players doing something really stupid 
because of a really important because, situation. No, I think there has to be. I, sorry, sorry. Yeah. I just think there has to be um, two things in place. One, an independent doctor. I think has to. So clubs can't manipulate, and even if they're not going to manipulate, people will always think that they might. Right. Yeah. Two, if that player misses, so say you rule him out, he would have to automatically miss the next week, no matter what. Yeah, that makes sense. So I think otherwise you're going to say, oh, let's just get him off next week. He'll be right to play, but we need fresh legs on for this last quarter. He's a little bit sore. Get him off. Kind of, kind of thing. Yeah. I think if it's a proper injury, a calf, pulled the calf, broke, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Or concussion. Yeah, but it's always going to be a grey area as well. But there, there shouldn't. Be, that's the thing. You know, like, are the, are a coach is going to manipulate it. That's the. That's they will. The, of course, they do. They'll do but, anything. No, but to if you it. have if you have independent doctors and you, then they can say like, is this going to is this injury going to cause you more damage by going back out there? That's all they need to know. Yeah. But also in a grand final, you don't want to be pulling someone off the field when they but, uh, so desperately I think that's why you want to take it out of the hands of the club. You want to have an independent doctor and they miss the next week no matter I know, what. I know, but, a grand final doesn't I know but what I'm saying but. is that a player is never officially ruled out from any other injury besides a concussion. Like, I mean, if, if a player comes off, it's the AFL's rule to... Um, not allow that player to come back on. For concussion, for yeah. For concussion, which yeah. is why they're bringing this sub in. But for, you know, what could be a knock or any anything else, that player can still come back on the field if he wants to. Yeah. There's no rule to say that he that no. he can't come back on the field. Exactly. So why should you deprive a team from that ability? Ability for what? To, to say, Why would a doctor make the decision for the coach or the player... To not allow that player back onto the field. Like if it was a serious injury, then that, otherwise it well, wouldn't matter. Well, if it's a matter. serious injury and he can't walk or he's got a pinked hammy yeah, or that's, something, that's what yeah, I'm it's s- obvious. Well, that's, yeah, that's the one we're saying. We're not just saying we don't want it to but be again, just Again, that, mani- that, that can get manipulated. You are right in the sense that okay. we were saying Basha Hulu wouldn't have come back on the grand yeah, final the and thing. he did play on. So. He played on exactly. with a... With a like he probably wouldn't have played on if, mm. if there was the medical it, stuff. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying it can get manipulated as well. Yeah, that's if you're a, that's up by a 50 danger. Points and you don't want to exactly. risk someone. Oh yeah, the that's doctor what said it, he's exactly. got an injury. Give the kid like 15 minutes a game. That's exactly time. what we were saying. We don't want it to be used for that. But if there's if there can be parameters there, if there can be special you know rules to mm. make sure that doesn't happen, then we're all for it. But we don't want it to be manipulated by the coaches. Mm. Um, another thing that might be manipulated is this the stand on the mark rule. Um, Dima even said we, you know, last night. He said coaches are going to find a way if it's if it's going to be. I'm interested to see how. Yeah, how that's the thing. How they're going to do it. But do you like this new rule? Yeah, well, I think if you want the ball to be moving more, I think is their general. Yeah, idea. open up the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think open up the game is that was their terminology. That's their terminology. Yeah, but like yeah. what it, what it actually is in playing people speak is the ball moving. More. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Less less scrimmages, more. Ball movement, I suppose. Yeah. And so it does that. Like, it allows you to kick that as aggressive 45-degree kicks because you can't hinge to the inside. Yeah. Like that's the first thing you get taught kind of in, in terms of zonal marking and, and manning the mark and zoning space is that as soon as you spot the mark, you go, in, go into the inside part of the body of the kicker so they can't kick inside you. Yeah. So if you can't do cut that, the then yeah, yeah, you can cut the, yeah, you can hit the forty five and now you can. It's so easier for the ball to be um, handballed off. off at the back. We saw Jaden yeah. Short had 43 touches. In the practice match, yeah, which is ridiculous. So it should work. It should be what they want. What they want, and will coaches want to hit like restrict that? Obviously, and they'll work out something yeah. else. But uh, it seems what, right. you think more people are going to be attending the game and watching the game because of it? I don't think anyone will notice it. You won't be like, oh yeah, see, like that man, the mark rule yeah. works. The only time they will notice it is when the umpires go trigger happy with it, 
and yeah. suddenly there's fifties given out left, right, and centre. That's right. Yeah. And everyone, and everyone will be blowing bad. up about that. Yeah. When when someone and someone will lose a game because of a fifty given because they didn't man the mark properly, there will be more complaints about that than there was about the state of the game last yeah. year and the other year. Yeah. Shouldn't be hard for them to just stand their mark and. Not move. Yeah, I mean, yes, you know, it's getting drilled into them now. I know it is. I know, Hopefully, it's I know, been, but, but in the you, you the know moment. it's going to happen. And if it happens to Hawthorne <laughs> and oh, you mate, lose oh, it's, to it's the Bulldogs <laughs> in round 17 and it cost you a spot in the finals, mate, you will blow up. It's a harsh penalty to, to concede 50 metres because of moving an inch off your mark, I just know. an inch. It's very harsh and you'd hate it for a supporter. But the player should know better, really. Yeah. Player right. should well, know. Well, clip it up. We'll hold you to account. But when, yeah. uh, if it when happens, it happens. I mean, it sucks, but, you know, the player should have done better. Yeah. Just don't move. That's it. You've been told, yeah. you know, they should know by now. Yeah, I know. Just like you should have read the speed signs when you lost your licence at the end of last year. You should have known better. <laughs> I should have. You I should, should have. have. I should have <laughs> had my eyes peeled. Well done. <laughs> you should have. It is very true. That's the only rule change, isn't it? We've, we've covered them off. Yep. That was it. That's the only change. Oh, no, the last thing. That's what I want to ask you. 20-minute quarters. Do we prefer it or is the game too long? The game isn't too long. I also don't think that it was too short last year either. The game is whatever length the game needs to be. I don't think it's too long. I don't think Especially it's too long. Especially if your own, no. your own team's playing. This is what we've grown up to watch. That's right. This is what it's always been. Yep. Last year they were saying it was too short when it first got introduced and people got used to it. I know, now it's now too Now it's long. gone back. Yeah, it's, it's too long. long but and then they just want, now it's the, we want 18 just in the middle, oh, just for it right. Won't even, mate, it won't <laughs> even they be wanna, a topic of discussion. And everyone, is, everyone is freaking out about... Um, overlapping games and you know TV broadcasters are freaking out because they want to try and squeeze in without any overlaps so they don't lose viewers or, mm. or whatever. Then just shorten mm-hmm. the half, like the halftime break. Yeah, just make it ten I minutes. Know. Then we had that big crisis when Nick couldn't, Nick couldn't get couldn't get a pie in time, pie time or, and it was oh, couldn't do click to kick with the Oz kickers, whatever. Like, Marvel, if you wanna, I won't have to worry about that at Marvel Stadium. Their wanna, prices are shocking. If Go you on, want to, yeah, if are. you want to shorten the game, shorten the breaks. But then if someone gets injured or they does won't. a hammy and then pe- well, some no, bloke We don't on care TV about that anyway because we're restricted interchange. So we don't care about people breaking down and doing soft tissue damage anyway. <laughs> so we may as well have 10-minute break for halftime and five-minute break for the quarters and yeah. there you've saved 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. That is true. You've saved a quarter of a footy. Yeah, it's kind of less ads, go. man. Less ads, but then the broadcast does it. They yeah, get all their money. There's for the always going to be someone that complains. No, I'm, oh, not, yes. compl- I'm not complaining. No, I'm not oh, saying the, broadcasters the broadcasters will complain will because say, they're not getting on. bang for buck. Mm. And they need their advertising. They need right. it. It makes the world go round. Hey, let's <laughs> let's uh, finish off, guys. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you again. We'll finish off with some tips, and it should be pretty easy because round one is always easy. We know that, Gordo. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. The Tigers and the Blues at the MCG 7:25 Thursday. Nico, Richmond. Richmond by plane. Richmond by plane. Collingwood and the Doggies on Friday night. The Dogs. The Dogs, but I'm not, I've got no faith in that tip. I'm going to the Dogs and I've got plenty of faith. Side bottom out. It's too Chalorian. strong field. Yeah. Big grudge game. No, actually, you wouldn't even, it wouldn't surprise me if the Pies got up because they love the grudge games, but I'm tipping the Dogs either way. Uh, this is a huge one. The Demons and the Dockers. If, if surely if the Dockers are making the eight, they win this. Even at the G, I'm still picking Melbourne. Nah, Freo. I'm picking Melbourne. Freo to prove a point round one. There you There's go. always an upset. There's always it's a an decent, upset. decent shout. Adelaide and Geelong at Adelaide Oval, four thirty-five. Geelong, Geelong, and they and for COVID reasons, don't even bother playing the game. <laughs> points. Uh, this is a good one. Marvel Stadium, the Dons and the Hawks. Hawthorne. Yeah, you Geelong. said by ninety-three points. No, I did not <laughs> say that. Yeah. Yeah, Hawthorne by plenty. We'll go in as favourites and we yeah. should win because yeah. 
I mean, both sides are young, but I think Hawthorne should. Go. I think Hawthorne. Yeah, both win. sides are young, but only one side is rubbish, and that's the Bombers. <laughs> <laughs> you hate the Bombers. He hates the Bombers too. Nico does. Um, uh, Hawthorne support Brisbane and expect? Sydney. Brisbane and Sydney on Saturday night. Um, Brisbane. Got Brisbane win this. Brisbane, sure. but Brisbane have a bit of a trend. Pretty sure Hawthorne beat Brisbane round one last year, so they have a bit of a trend of being a bit too cocky and a bit, a bit of slip of the wheel in the early rounds. So I'm still going. if you wanted an upset that wasn't Freo, that would be my upset game. But Brisbane, Again, I, tip. I just think Sydney's lacking firepower. 100%. But no, if Brisbane don't turn up, like Brisbane should have won that round one game against Hawthorne last year and they didn't. So they, they, have, a, they have a history of doing it. So, yeah. so you're going to go the tip? No, I'm going to tip Brisbane because <laughs> my upset is Fremantle. Yeah, true, true. Just saying. You can get two upsets. Why not? All right. Yeah. Uh, North and the power at Marvel Stadium. I'm going power. Port Adelaide. Port Adelaide. Did the North win a game this season? Maybe I one. did that once. And <laughs> yeah, no, don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> don't but do that this again. year would be a stronger, stronger chance. Nah, they'll happening. win. They'll win a couple. They'll Adelaide win. won a couple last year, so North had won a couple. Yeah, yeah. GWS and the Saints. Go on the Giants. I'm going the Giants. There's too many injuries going on at St Kilda at the moment. There's too many injuries. If they weren't injured, I'd, I'd probably tip them. But I'd, oh, I'd mate, at home. I'd, I'd have St Kilda locked in for top four if these injuries weren't happening. But. They, these are ominous sides. They are, they you know, are huge injuries. When it rains, it pours, oh, and mate, it is really getting cloudy ball. at Moorabbin, I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, that's an omen. And you should always yeah. follow omens. When you, if you're a betting man and you see omens like that, when, yeah. the, when a key player gets hit in the head with a golf ball and misses a game, you can't tip that. that that's a big sign. That's a big sign. That's so a big yeah, sign. Giants. Giants. And the last one, West Coast and the Suns. West Coast win this. Yeah. West Coast, but West Coast. I'd be taking the line. Yeah. It's going to be closer than people think. Yeah. Gold Coast always Gold Coast they start well. Start they well always start well before dying off because they're a young. Son. And Gordo loves Stewie Jew now after that yeah. documentary. It's his biggest fan, and you love Stewie Jew anyway yeah. after two thousand eight grand final. Always loved Stewie Jew, mate. Yeah. Even when he was at Port, he's he had one man. of the best kicks in the comp. He's got he did like have the best deadly kick in the left comp. foot, man. Mate, he's he used a, to launch him from like seventy. He did. Yeah. He's a gun. Hey, this show was good, boys. It was good to have you back, and you'll be back every Tuesday, and we'll we'll go maybe to the old format. Yeah, the Monday review panel, but on a Tuesday. Thank you, boys. And that was the gym session. Thank you for joining me and the guys. Hashtag the gym session. Get involved in the show. Whatever you tweet, I promise I will mention it. I love you all, and uh, we'll see you next week.